A lot of people were thinking about skin as something that just needed to be suppressed or covered up. Welcome to the Your Longevity Blueprint Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Gray. My number one goal with the show is to help you discover your personalized plan to build your dream health and live a longer, happier, truly healthier life. You are about to hear from Dr. Trevor Cates. Today, we're going to dive into how your skin is an outer reflection of your inner health and talk about how to avoid toxic skincare and shift to more natural options. Let's get rolling. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Your Longevity Blueprint podcast. Today I have on as a guest, Dr. Trevor Cates. She's the author of the USA Today and Amazon best-selling book, Clean Skin from Within, and founder of the Spa Doctor Natural Skincare line. She received her medical degree from the National University of Natural Medicine and was the first woman licensed as a naturopathic doctor in the state of California. She currently lives in Park City, Utah, where she helps patients from around the world achieve naturally glowing skin. She's been featured on various TV shows, including The Doctors and Extra TV. Dr. Cates has interviewed over 250 experts on the Spa Doctor podcast and hosted her own PBS special, Younger Skin From Within. She believes the key to healthy skin is inner and outer nourishment with natural and non-toxic ingredients, which we're going to talk about today. So welcome to the show, Dr. Cates. Thank you. It's great to be here with you. So you have to tell us your story. How did you become the spa doctor? Oh, absolutely. Well, I started off as a kid. I had a lot of problems with my skin and my health. I struggled with a lot of eczema, rashes, hives, mysterious bumps that would appear. And my parents took me to see a number of different specialists and I would have allergic reactions or adverse reactions to every single medication I was put on, either the topicals or internal everything. And I just kept feeling worse. And thankfully, my parents didn't give up. They kept looking for answers. And it's what eventually led them to find a holistic practitioner. And it was the one thing that really turned my health around. And my skin, as a result of that, improved. My self-esteem improved as well, because anyone that struggled with skin issues, which is really majority of people, I don't know really anyone that hasn't had some sort of skin problem, especially when you have them on your face, it's so embarrassing, especially as a child. And so at that time, I remember thinking, well, I'm so relieved that I don't have these issues anymore. But the question that kept burning in my mind was, why did it take this long for us to find this? Why didn't the doctors give us this option right at the beginning? Why wasn't this something that was for everyone? Right. So it was, it planted this seed early at an early age. I was around 11 years old at the time. And then eventually I, I found out about naturopathic medical school and uh, I was so excited to go that route. And I've been practicing as a naturopathic physician for 20 years now. And about, it was a little less than 10 years ago, I was working at a world renowned spa. I was working in the spa and I was doing these two week weight loss programs. And at the time I wasn't focusing on skin. I was doing a lot of just wellness programs, weight loss programs, hormone balance, those sorts of things. And at the end of my two week weight loss program, my patients were saying, Dr. Cates, I've, I've lost weight. I feel great. But what surprises me is my skin. I didn't know that my skin would could look this good. And I think there was more awareness because I was in a spa. And so they were talking about skin. But I realized that there was a, a missing link that 
a lot of people were thinking about skin as something that just needed to be suppressed or covered up because of the conventional dermatology model, which is quick to use a topical steroid or some sort of cream or with makeup, just women oftentimes just covering it up, getting creative with makeup to cover up flaws. And I'm using air quotes here because they're not really flaws. They're just your skin giving you messages. And so that's why I felt like I needed to get this message out about skin being an outer reflection of inner health. And uh, so that's what led me to write my book, Clean Skin From Within, and to launch the Spot Doctor skincare line. Great story. And your skin looks beautiful. So I assume you use your <laughs> your own line. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I certainly do. <laughs> So let's go back to you mentioning that the skin is a reflection of what's happening within. And I think you also kind of mentioned our skin as being our magic mirror. So so tell us more about that. Why do you call our skin the magic mirror? Yeah, well, our skin is our largest organ and it's right on the surface of our bodies. I think a lot of times people forget it's actually an organ and it's connected to the rest of our body. We don't need special imaging equipment to see this organ. We could just look in the mirror and see the messages it's giving us. When I look at, when I think about skin, I'm always looking for what's behind it. What are the underlying causes, the root causes behind what's going on with the skin? With my patients, I started to see certain patterns. I was seeing certain repeats of patterns, and I realized that there are six root causes behind skin issues. And so if we can find out what the root causes are, then we can help our skin, but also our health in other ways. So things like inflammation, nutritional deficiencies, hormonal imbalances, blood sugar imbalances, oxidative damage, microbiome imbalances. So these are all really important. And as I'm listing these off, of course, you're realizing, well, that's not just related to skin. That's related to a lot of health issues or the majority. And longevity in, in general, yeah. which is what we talk about a lot on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, all of those really just in some way or another, do relate to longevity because of course we want to live longer, but we also want to feel good and look vibrant because honestly, there's a reason why we're attracted to attractive people because it's a sign of vibrant health. You know, it's like a survival instinct to be attracted to people that are, that have that vibrantly healthy look. It's something that we just need to get back to and that we oftentimes lose sight of. So if we go back to these root causes and we address that, then we're really helping our skin from the inside out. And again, we're addressing a lot of other health and longevity issues. Sure. Mm -hmm. So in your book, which I think is behind you in the corner there, <laughs> Clean Skin From Within, you talk about five skin types. So what are those? I wanted to redefine skin types because the typical dry, oily, mature, sensitive, those types of skin types, they don't really tell you anything besides the appearance of the skin. So I redefined skin types. I created five different skin types. I gave them all na human names because I see my patients as people, right? We see them as people and they're not just skin issues. They're Amber, Olivia, Sage, Emmett, and Heath. And so I created these to correspond with certain root causes. So, because not everybody has all six root causes, but I was seeing these patterns in my patients. I would realize that there are certain groups based upon things that they could tell me. 
And that's why I created the skin quiz, which people can just take it online and go to theskinquiz.com. And it's just a simple online quiz where people just answer a series of questions and you find out whether you're an Amber, Olivia, Sage, what, like which skin type you are, or maybe you're just, you know, the, you know, a normal healthy skin type if you don't have any actual issues going on, but then you can find out what your root causes are. And that makes it easier to really hone in. And this is, of course, as an naturopathic physician, this is what I do with my patients when I'm working one-on-one with them is I want to find out what their root causes are and address those. Not everybody's the same. We can't treat everybody the same. So it's nice to be able to do it in a way to help more people because I, I knew that not everybody could come in to see me. I want to go back to those five skin types. So what is Heath? What is, tell us a little bit more about those five skin types briefly. Yeah, absolutely. So, so the Heath skin type is typically a little bit more of an inflamed skin. And so a lot of people with things like rosacea or inflammatory skin issues, those are typically a lot of the problems with, with Heath skin types. So one of the big things is addressing inflammation with his skin types. And so both internally and externally, you want to address that inflammation. So what that means is when we're looking topically at the skin, people with his skin types tend to be very reactive to skincare products. So they have oftentimes been not able to use a lot of skincare products, cleansers and moisturizers and things with fragrance and things because their skin is so sensitive and inflamed. And so you want to make sure that you're using products that have anti-inflammatory ingredients and don't have reactive types of ingredients. And then from the inside out, you want to be getting things that are in your diet and that are anti-inflammatory. So avoiding things like sugar, that is definitely more of a pro-inflammatory food. And instead getting some nice, you know, plant-based oils like avocado oil, olive oil, those types of things and antioxidants and a lot of plant-based foods in your diet that help with decreasing inflammation. That's an example. Another example that I think would be particularly relevant for your audience is the sage skin type. And sage skin types tend to notice that their skin is aging more rapidly than other people their age. So they're noticing more sagging skin, wrinkles, fine lines, and maybe even just kind of like a dullness to their skin. It doesn't have that useful vitality that it used to have. And I've had say people that say, take the quiz and are sage skin types that are even in like their thirties, just because wow. they're looking, they're comparing themselves to other people their age. And they're thinking something's not right. Something I'm not I'm not aging gracefully. I'm not, you know, of course, as you know, aging is just a natural process, right? We're all getting older. We can't stop the clock. And I am actually pro wrinkles to a certain extent because they're, they're signs that we've been living and laughing and stop with the Botox already, or just at least slow down with it because we can't see people's expressions anymore. So we want, we want, you know, we want to be real and be truly natural, But we also, being realistic, I know that we don't want to look older than we are. And it's always Mm -hmm. nice when we have a more youthful looking appearance. And that does happen when you address root causes like oxidative damage, which I'm sure you talk about on your podcast. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the big things with the sage skin types is 
oxidative damage is accelerates the aging process. And so sun exposure, we know with skin, that's one of the things that happens. Of course, cigarette smoking or really exposure to mm-hmm. toxins in general, air pollution, all of these things impact the skin on the outside. So they speed up the aging process and that, you know, the collagen breakdown and, and the things that lead to wrinkles and sagging skin. Some of that too is from the inside. And one of the things too, that's big for sage skin types is blood sugar and Mm. glycation issues, because that definitely speeds up the aging process in the entire body, including the skin. So with glycation, glucose binds to proteins in the body. And and when we're talking about skin, that's collagen typically. And so when glucose binds to collagen, it makes it more rigid and less elastic. So that's what leads to more of the wrinkles and sagging skin. And so it is when we talk about longevity, as much as we like to have a treat here and here and there, it's important to do as much as you can to keep your blood sugar more balanced and not have those ups and downs and blood sugar. And some people, of course, are more genetically predisposed to this. So having some understanding of genetics is great, at least understanding your family history. But the good news is that we can change our genetic expression by the lifestyle choices that we make. So if you go and you get your blood work done because you know there's diabetes that runs in your family and you notice that your fasting blood sugar is on that upper end of the normal range or not in the ideal range, then you want to start being proactive before it gets out of range. So start realizing that this could be a genetic issue for you. And so you just want to be more proactive about it. And so many individuals don't realize when their glucose is slowly creeping up that that could actually impact their skin. Mm -hmm. Many people just don't make that connection. And you've had a strong defense for that today. So (laughs) I'm with you on that. Uh, In your book, uh, again, Clean Skin from Within, you have a two-week plan to cleaning up our skin. So tell us a few of those points. Yeah, absolutely. So um, in my book, I lead people through a two-week program. And it's basically, it started off as the two-week weight loss program, but I then I, I changed it, altered it to focus a lot more on skin. But a lot of the foundation of it is based upon a program that I've been doing for 20 years. <laughs> but with that, there are four different aspects. There's clean plate, clean slate, clean body, and clean mind. And so the clean plate are the foods to eat, the foods to avoid for healthy skin. The clean slate is having to do with the products that we put on our our skin and what to look for and to avoid as well as what to use instead. And then clean body is about reducing toxins in our environment, in our homes and Mm -hmm. other ways. And also to support our body's detoxification pathways because that also is extremely important for the health of our skin and and our overall body and addressing these root causes. And then the last section is particularly important these days. um, And that's clean mind, which is about stress management and mindfulness practices. Sounds parallel to a lot of what we talk about on this show. (laughs) So maybe let's go to the clean plate aspect. So what are top foods that can trigger skin problems? We've already alluded to sugar a little bit here that are not good for the skin. And then conversely, what are foods that are good for the skin? 
Yes. This is a big section of my book and I actually have recipes of my book because I know that it's not always easy to take things out of the diet, things like sugar, but I encourage people during my two-week program to eliminate their 10 different things. I encourage people to eliminate that I find are the biggest triggers for people with skin problems and then explain them how they can kind of take them, bring them back in certain ones and figure out if it's a particular issue for them. But as we talk, we talked about sugar already, which is really the number one trigger food across the board, different skin issues. But also another big one is dairy. Dairy products are typically a more pro-inflammatory food. So inflammation being one of those big root causes. So especially people with, I mean, it can be like the Heath skin types, Emmett skin types, Olivia. I mean, there, there are a lot of them that do have problems with dairy. And then also gluten being another one that is oftentimes a trigger for people. And I'm not saying that everybody with a skin problem has an issue with both gluten and dairy, but it is very common. And then another one that often surprises people is eggs. Eggs are one particularly for people with acne that are acne prone or people with eczema. It is one where when they've tried watching their sugar intake, they've taken out gluten and they've taken out dairy and they're still having issues. That is the next one that I oftentimes will remind people of. Now there are other ones as well that I talk about in my book, but these are some of the big ones and eggs are typically a healthy thing. I mean, Hey, we, you know, we always used to think, you know, wheat and whole grains and all those, we, we, we typically think cheese and um, yogurt and things like that. We typically think of as healthy things and it's not that they aren't, that they don't have some nutritional value. It's just that they've become a big trigger food for a lot of people. And sometimes the body just needs a break from them. And so for some people, they can eliminate certain foods for a period of time and work on the gut microbiome and the gut health, and then maybe be able to go back to eating some of those foods again. But what I found is that we first need to just like lift the load off these, get like, get rid of some of these triggers and give the body a break. I totally agree. And, and that's what I'm from Iowa and Terry Walls is also from Iowa. And so I mean, those are the, the top four foods that she's recommending for her patients with autoimmune diseases to remove, right? Mm-hmm. Sugar, gluten, dairy, and eggs. Mm-hmm. And we can test our patients for food sensitivities to see if there is some under other underlying <laughs> yes. food that they think is healthy that they actually need to remove from the diet. It's so common that teenagers with acne, when they get off the dairy, then their skin clears up. So dairy impacts hormones. It's just, generally speaking, not my favorite food group. Yes, cheese is delicious, but it can really impact your skin. So so I agree with you there. Tell us some foods that we should be eating. What are some foods, like maybe foods that are high in antioxidants that probably would benefit the skin? Tell us some of those foods. Yeah, absolutely. Antioxidants, um, because oxidative damage is one of those big underlying causes especially with accelerated aging signs, is that we want to get antioxidant-rich foods in our diet. So lots of colorful fruits and vegetables as as a big part of it. So I really encourage people to eat a variety of them because that also helps the microbiome, the gut microbiome, when you eat a diverse array of plants and you choose things that maybe you don't always eat. But some of our favorites and my favorites are berries, greens, any really any kind of sort. 
really it's an iceberg lettuce is not, not, that doesn't count, really yeah. count <laughs> but pick your green. But also I encourage you to try different greens. I grew up in the South and you know, collard greens and kale and all kinds of stuff. We just had to, my family was really good about not overcooking them and put lard on everything, which is popular in the South, but <laughs> yeah, so definitely colorful fruits and vegetables and that's a great place to start. And then we need those beneficial oils. And when people talk about skin, they oftentimes talk about hydration for the skin and how, how important hydration is. And of course, using a good moisturizer, plant-based oils, those are all fantastic. And we use those in the Spot Doctor skincare products, but you also need to hydrate from within, but it's not just a matter of drinking more water. And that's what a lot of people have said. I know as people saying with them, you know, hydrate your skin, drink more water, start your day with drinking a glass of water. And I think that that's great. The problem is, is that we're encouraging our people to drink filtered water, right? Because of all of the contamination and filtered water. And there are these great reverse osmosis and filters, which I think are amazing. They're fantastic. And we do need to filter our water, but the problem is, is they also filter out the minerals. So then we need to make sure that we're getting those minerals. So we, um, at the spot doctor, we also sell supplements. So we have things like electrolyte drops or mineral drops that, that you can add back to water because it's not just the water, but also the minerals that you can also get that from your food. You need these minerals. And then the oils, we need oils to hydrate. It's not just the liquid of water. We also need the right oils, plant-based oils and, and things like that. And also, you know, like wild Alaskan salmon and those kinds of oils that can help with hydration. I want to echo what you said. So I tell my patients the same thing about choosing colorful vegetables and or fruits in general. And sometimes they kind of look at me like, well, which which ones are colorful? <laughs> and I say, when you're checking out at the grocery store, if you literally don't have colors <laughs> in your shopping cart, you need to go back, pick up a pepper, bright yellow, bright orange, pick up a pomegranate, right? Get the diversity of colors. And I, I have a 21-month-old son, and so I love taking him through the produce section. And I let him pick out the colors as well, right? That You really need to have a diverse diet. So if you're only eating greens, greens are important. So yes, eat greens, but mix it up. Get I love arugula, personally. That's kind of my favorite green. <laughs> I've been on an arugula kick lately. Get colors in your diet. So I challenge you as you're checking out of the grocery store next time you're there, add some colors. Absolutely add colors. What are some ingredients in skincare products in general that people should avoid that are not included in your line? Yeah. Well, it is a great question. And I know that it is something that I think there's been more awareness about certain ingredients like parabens and a lot of hair companies have started removing parabens from their products. But unfortunately, there still are companies, even some of the natural, so-called natural products out there that still contain things like parabens. So you do want to pay attention to the ingredient labels on skincare products and being aware that in the United States, the FDA doesn't really regulate the skincare industry when it comes to natural ingredients. The word natural or even the word hypoallergenic in skincare products actually has no regulation, really no true meaning when it comes to regulation. It's only a marketing claim. And so it's up to the manufacturer to determine what that means, what natural means or hypoallergenic. So having a little bit of understanding of what ingredients to look out for, I think is a good thing for everyone. And so things like parabens, we mentioned already, and you'll see paraben at the end of the word in the ingredients list, but also one that people oftentimes overlook because it's a single ingredient 
but it's actually not a single ingredient if you think about it. And that's fragrance. Fragrance is in so many of our products and not just skincare products, but hair, body, also cleaning products. And so we're exposed to a lot of these. And within fragrance, there are actually endocrine disrupting chemicals, hormone disrupting chemicals. And I'm sure you've talked about those and the importance of avoiding endocrine disrupting chemicals. And the case of fragrance, there's one ingredient within fragrance. It's not listed on the label that's called diethyl phthalate, DEP. That actually is a plasticizing agent. It is a known endocrine disrupting chemicals. They use it in fragrance to help the scent last longer and keep it more shelf stable. And But the problem is, is that it is showing up in human samples. We do know that it, it actually can get into circulation. So we want to avoid these types of ingredients. I have a whole section, like I said, in my book, Clean Skin from Within, I have a whole section on ingredients to avoid and better alternatives. So I know it can be overwhelming and it's, it can be quite misleading actually. And I, it's frustrating now that I make skincare products at the last five years I've been making this product or skincare I'm really surprised what people try and get away with the companies and and what they will or will not put on the labels or or what they consider marketing versus what's truly ethical and and keeping safe. I'm curious about the organic label on skincare products. So I even know, like I know on food, just because it says organic doesn't mean it's 100% organic. So you've alluded to products saying hypoallergenic or natural, not necessarily equating to safety, but what if something says that it's organic, like from a skincare standpoint, that sounds good. So what does organic mean in the skincare industry? Right. With the organic, there are some regulations around that. But just because it says it's organic doesn't mean that it's 100% organic. And I, and I will say, in defense of that, that it can be hard to get certain ingredients organic. Some ingredients in skincare just aren't available and organic, but there are certain things you should definitely look for that are particularly important to look for organic. And that's things like, essential oils. If you think about essential oils, they are concentrated. They're concentrated plants. So if they have pesticides on them, you're concentrating the pesticides with the oils. So for oils in particular, any kind of plant oils or especially essential oils, essential oils are slightly different than just a plant-based oil, but they're, you know, you're taking something in high concentration. So you absolutely want those organic. So for me, when I'm looking for materials for our products, I will not compromise on that. Like oils have to be organic with regular plant oils. They have to be, you know, the cold pressed virgin, you know, just like your olive oils and things like that, because I want them to still have the nutrients in them and not be a processed oil. And So there are certain things you definitely want to look for organic, but there are certain things like that are just used for surfactants just to make like something like a more like a cleanser versus a moisturizer. You can't always buy everything organic. So some of our products are as much as 98% organic, but like it's not always easy to get 100%. You might already know that insulin resistance can lead to weight gain, but Did you know that it also is one of the leading causes of death for its role in diabetes, heart disease, cancer, and Alzheimer's? Diet changes are essential when it comes to combating insulin resistance, but additional nutrients can also help. The one I recommend the most, berberine. 
Berberine is a plant extract that has been used in Chinese and Ayurvedic medicine for over 2,500 years. In addition to its long history, modern clinical trials have demonstrated that berberine supports cardiovascular health in a number of important synergistic ways. These include helping you maintain blood pressure, support healthy heart contraction and rhythm, and support healthy cholesterol and glucose levels. Our berberine support product also contains alpha-lipoic acid, or ALA, which has been shown to support blood sugar balance and is also a powerful antioxidant that scavenges free radicals. It's wonderful for maintaining healthy blood vessel and circulatory health. Consider taking the Synergistic Blend daily, or especially if you eat more than normal or indulge over the holidays or a birthday, where it should help reduce blood sugar spikes. Check out our product info sheet at yourlongevityblueprint.com forward slash product forward slash berberine hyphen support. To get 10% off berberine support, use code berberine at yourlongevityblueprint.com. Now let's get back to the show. Well, let's let's talk about your products. So do you, with your skincare line, I actually have tried your skincare line. So tell us what ingredients you are incorporating and kind of tell, maybe it's behind you here. I don't know if that's step one, two, three, four. <laughs> but uh, tell us about your kind of cleanser, your moisturizer, the serums you have. Uh, tell us a little bit about your products. Yeah, absolutely. With my skincare line, I wanted to, the reason why I created it is because my patients kept asking me for recommendations on a natural skincare line. And and I would just say, you know, choose something that's clean, that doesn't have, that's free of these ingredients. But then they would come back to me and they'd say, Dr. Hayes, I've tried and they just don't work. They don't give me the results that I'm looking for. So that's when I started to look into research of what does the skin actually need on the outside? And that's when I started to look a lot into the research around the skin microbiome. And there's more research about the skin microbiome and what helps support a healthy skin microbiome. Our skin has this natural barrier function to it. And that means it has this mild acidity to it. We, when we use skincare products, and it's important to, for them to be in this mildly acidic range and not have a high pH. So a lot of cleansers have a foamy kind of property to them, which, which actually is stripping and damaging to the skin. And then we're constantly trying to build the skin back up after cleansing. So this is probably why I created my skincare line is I wanted it to be free of all the toxic ingredients. I also wanted it to have the right pH and the research that I found it's more of a 4.5 to 5 pH range is more ideal for skincare products. So all my products are for the face are in that range. And certainly we don't want things over 5.5. And so that's what I wanted. And then also there were certain natural actives that I wanted to make sure that my skincare products had pomegranate fruit, seed oil, rose hips, a sea buckthorn fruit oil, also things like aloe and CoQ10 and, and tocopherol and a lot of ingredients that we know are really great for the skin. Green tea, um, different teas that are great for the skin, even things like rhodiola. A lot of these things, you know, you take as supplements. Mm-hmm, <laughs> what I'm finding mm-hmm. is that there's some great information about them also containing high amounts of antioxidants, essential fatty acids, the omegas. Our skin loves that on the outside too. So tell us about your, I guess, daily routine. So what do you use on your face, (laughs) your products and in what order? Yeah. So what I created was a four-step skincare system. There's a step one cleanser, antioxidant serum, a moisturizer, and a plant-based oil blend. And so this is what I use. This is what I recommend people do morning and night. You want to start, as I mentioned 
a lot of people make the biggest mistake they make is with their cleanser. So you want to start with a cleanser like ours that is nourishing while cleansing. So it's actually an oil-based cleanser and it is great for all skin types. And sometimes people with oilier skin have to get used to the idea of putting something with a little bit of oil to wash their face. We've been trained to have this squeaky clean feeling of our skin, but that squeaky clean feeling is actually stripped skin. We have removed all the beneficial properties to our skin along with the makeup and everything else we've been trying to remove. But yeah, and so then, you know, using things like serums and moisturizers are are also great. And so I, I recommend that both morning and night. And then people are going out in the sun, I also recommend using a mineral-based sunblock or sunscreen rather that um, is more of a zinc oxide-based sunscreen rather than more of a chemical-based. So I have to ask, how do you remove your eye makeup? Our cleanser, our step one actually will remove all makeup. But I also, we also carry these um, sponges. It's a konjac sponge. And I recommend people use that with the cleanser and they, they make sure it's warm because with oil-based cleansers, the warm water helps dissolve it. So you're not left with a heavy feeling and using a natural sponge like this will help. You can just use it all on your eye area and because it's so clean, it's not going to irritate your eyes. There's no fragrance in it. We don't even put essential oils in the cleanser because even though it's, you know, if you get them in the eye, that can be irritating. So it takes everything off. And I know it's sometimes it's hard for people to believe, but it doesn't have to be, I think we overcomplicate skincare. Well, it sounds like you've simplified it. So obviously you created your, your line based on the need uh, that you heard from your patients always asking you kind of what, where do I find safe skincare? So I'm going to kind of not drop a bomb on you, but I'm going to ask you about child personal care products. Are there brands for kids that you recommend? I mean, off the top of your head that, you know, even just for a shampoo, conditioner, body wash, like for little ones that you know are safe? The products that we make at the spot, they're safe for people of all ages, including babies. It's, we have um, body products. We have a body wash and a body moisturizer. Okay. They, I didn't know that. Yeah. They are safe for people of all ages and they're still, they still work too, which people are like, well, if they're going to work on a baby, they're not going to work on my, you know, stinky after workout <laughs> body, but they actually do. That's the great thing about these products. And as far as hair care, I'm I'm not a pro on that. That's, I don't know as much about that, so I'm not going to go into that. That's all right. Well, do you have any top longevity tips for our listeners? Yeah, you know, so much of what we've been talking about today are all about longevity because we we want to live longer. We also want to feel great as we're getting older and we want our skin to keep up with us and with the rest of our body. So everything that I've talked about. So I encourage people to think back to those four different areas that I talked about, the clean plate, clean slate, clean body, clean mind. Those are all really important for longevity. And if you can do one of these every day, it doesn't have to take a lot of time, but it's really those daily lifestyle choices that we make. And if you have a slip up, it's okay. It's a new day, start over again, but you can't expect to just do it on the weekends. <laughs> it's really about incorporating it as much as you can every day. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be complicated, but like getting a healthy smoothie in the morning, having a nice clean skincare routine to start your day or end your day, having a stress management, a tip, it could even just 
be taking a few deep breaths or taking a moment to step out into nature and also maybe just drinking filtered water rather than regular tap water. Just choose something and start there. That's great. As you're saying, clean plate, clean slate. I'm thinking Trevor Kate. I'm thinking that all rhymes with your <laughs> rhymes with your name. <laughs> well, well, tell us. I hear you have a free gift for our listeners. So tell us a little bit more about that. People can go to the skin quiz and get you know find out their skin tip, which I recommend that they do. I also have something unique for your audience. We're going to give you guys some um, 20% off all of the products at the Spa Doctor. I'm going to share a link with you and a discount code to share with your audience so that they can get that. Wonderful. So you'll have to check the link in the show notes and we'll put that, that promotional code there so you can try out her products. I'm excited myself. So tell us also where listeners can find you and hear more about your company. Yeah. So the skin quiz is a great place to start or on, we're, you know, online, we're on uh, social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. That's where we hang out mostly. As the spa doctor. Is that Mm -hmm. okay? (laughs) Wonderful. Well, thank you for coming on the show and sharing with us what skincare really means, what we need to be doing. And thank you for simplifying it. So thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Well, there you have it. Simple Safe Skincare does exist. I actually used her Skincare Essentials line this morning and my skin feels amazing. Use code DrGray20 for 20% off her products at thespadoctor.com and be sure to take her skin quiz at theskinquiz.com. Remember the four root causes of skin and body aging, oxidative stress, blood sugar issues, hormonal imbalances, and nutritional deficiencies, all of which we'll be talking about more on the show. Be sure to check out my book, Your Longevity Blueprint. And if you aren't much of a reader, you're in luck. You can now take my course online where I walk you through each chapter in the book. Plus, for a limited time, the course is 50% off. Check this offer out at yourlongevityblueprint.com and click the course tab. One of the biggest things you can do to support the show and help us reach more listeners is to subscribe to the show. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. I do read all the reviews and would truly love to hear your suggestions for show topics, guests, and for how you're applying what you've learned on the show to create your own longevity blueprint. The podcast is produced by the team at Counterweight Creative. As always, thank you so much for listening and remember, wellness is waiting. The information provided in this podcast is educational. No information provided should be considered to be or used as a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult with your personal medical authority.